We'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Don't bullshit Hey everybody, welcome uh, to today's show of the Rained Out Rantcast uh, with uh, your host Chris and Rob. Uh, from Ireland, today, I'm from, Irish, not English. From Ireland. Oh my God, I was London. so offended. Uh, today really. we had I spent a lot of time in England. World-renowned author, uh, Micah Dank on. The powerful he, Micah Dank. The powerful and great Micah Dank. He is the author of the um into uh, into the rabbit hole series into the rabbit hole series this is a six part series four parts are out now right and two of them are on audio yeah so the well, first one, two books uh, beneath one's the veil on audible now for people who can't read and the sacred or don't, stones are too fucking lazy to read what i like to do chris is i like to uh get the book and listen at the same time you know, it makes that you should be feel part super of Audible fucking smart. Because I mean, some of these books are like fucking thirty something dollars on Audible. I mean And there's some images imagery in it too. At least send me a little parts. you know, paperback, like one of the little scholastic paperbacks. That's and neither here or there. It's not you want to you, get wanna, a hold you, of you want the soft copy of the book. and get it. You know, Just get out there, support our own, and get uh, a copy of Mika Dank's uh, books of yeah. Into the Rabbit Hole. We talked about uh, uh, Micah's uh, um, influences in what got him into writing. His origin. About, Rob might have fanned out a little bit about the book. Why not? Loves, Why, he loves the fucking I think book. we should fan out to people that you think this guy's this guy's interesting. It this is. is this motherfucker. This was a pretty good episode. We talked. Uh, we talked about uh, you know esoteric knowledge, dropping bombs, stuff I've never heard before. Lots of sex magic, yeah. Yeah, like uh, red hot chili peppers. Yeah, blood sugar, sex magic. We, that's probably what we, the that's we what they're talking about. I guarantee to the listenership of this the rain out rancast, we go down certain avenues that you've never heard before because I never heard it before, and I thought I was pretty bossy. Yeah, he, and all that's this why he's here. Shit. He knows everything. He knows a lot of shit. He's stop. He, you fucking world. He's he's world traveled. Rob is so well it's only all the western world though he is I went to Thailand I've been in Thailand yeah I have been all over anyways enjoy this episode I uh it's a good one share this episode we got more episodes coming out uh hopefully Micah he'll be back before he gets too famous Signs that up. could happen because could the, happen. his his writing is fresh his storytelling's new it's good stuff that's fun so and it's witty. <laughs> sit back and enjoy this one. All right. Remember, tell your mother I love her. All right. Peace. All right, sweet. Uh, we're here with uh, Micah Dank. He's back again uh, on the Rantcast. How's it going, Micah? It's good, guys. How are you doing? Good. Good for uh, May first. Isn't this Beltane? This is the, like, the anniversary of when Osama. Killed Obama. Obama killed Osama. Whatever. <laughs> You're shit at rapping, man. You're right. Yeah, I'm not a rapper. So, uh, so what's going on? Uh, your uh, book got released on Audible. I see. Yeah, I got a uh, my second Audible book comes out May seventeenth. Um, 
it's being narrated by uh, Bronson Pinchot from the for the show The Perfect Strangers. <laughs> That's sweet. That's about That's cool, here. man. Delighted to hear that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he was great. Uh and uh yeah, so he's narrating book two. And uh book one is out in Audible, and there's been some decent amount of sales so far. People love this shit, man. People love Audible books because they can just they do. listen they listen to it at work. I get a lot of truck drivers with the podcast that I do. Yep. They're like, yeah, they're just gonna plug it in and just listen yeah. to it. Yep. I bought it right. I, I got I got it right when it come on Audible there because I'm uh, not the best reader. <laughs> you know, PlayStation book. generation. <laughs> if you have to actually get into a couple of chapters, that's a good day's work. But uh, I'm in up in chapter eight of uh, Beneath the Veil. Okay. And I, I'm really, I really got it. Like after you meet the president, it starts, it starts turning to a page turner. So I was really enjoying that. Well, you have to build. You have to. It's the first book, so you kind of have to introduce everybody. Um, yeah. I don't spend too. I don't spend too much time on like character descriptions or or like place descriptions. Sometimes writers just put way too much of that stuff in, like details that aren't important. I just kind of go right into the stuff. Uh, I don't want to for- do any foreshadowing, but can I don't want to do any spoilers either. But know how like. Um... What's his demand? Graham's brother, and he gives that yeah. like crazy message that like yeah. uh, of the Medal of Honor, which is like the main letter before the. I don't want to give a spoiler here. Before the watch, before yeah. they open up the watch, and you know, like with the name, like the girlfriend Rosetta, and yeah. then with the president's lilac, and then she has twin. Was it two twin boys who goes into journalism, and then there's a daughter. Yeah. Is there like more? of the kind of numerology kind of thing of the symbology of the Zodiac going on in the characters or should I yeah, just read absolutely. the books? Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, cool. You, you, like, you should the read the books because there's, le- there's a surface level to it, but it's deeply encoded. Yeah, there. yeah. Because there's one thing I love about it, man, right? Of uh, how, how it's written. Like, for example, when they're in the library, uh, they yeah. all get together and one of the characters, NF, which I wish, like, I can't, like, know the French guy, Jean. I know his character because he's always there. But NF at this moment, it's like he just fucking comes out of nowhere for me. But mm-hmm. I'll get into that. But uh, NF gets carried away in the library. Uh, the, the hero kind of runs out of there. Yeah. And uh, where was I going with this thing about NF? And it, NP, the, yeah, NP. that's what NP is it? Yeah. Yeah, NP, NP. And um, with the flash drive and uh, yeah. So it all car- starts to make sense as you keep reading, I promise. I, I was a feeling that why is it that I feel like Jean is going to betray Graham though, for some reason. <laughs> I just I could see it coming for some. Oh yeah, and that was my question. Like, whereabouts in the states are you from? Do you live up there like in New England? No, I lived there for two years, and me writing about it is my experience of all the places I went there. But uh, I live in Long Island. Cool. Yeah, along the East Coast because you kind of, and then like um know the like the different families and the characters like how jean's parents like is it something that you wrote in a paragraph but it's they're kind of like a reflection of the dupont family oh that that goes deeper man you, you okay might be okay I don't come back when i'm further into the books but it's good i'll just put it to you this way let me put it to you this way the two main characters are named graham and hannah 
Yeah. If you put those names together, you get Hanagram or Anagram. And all okay. the names in the books are Anagrams. Right. Oh, cool. I like that because um, after Flash Drive, and then yeah. just the reading the letter, because I was listening to your interviews of the brother's letter that he's like, yeah. he, he did he find. I knew when you're reading that, that that's like the big chunk of the kind of Zodiac kind of mystery of the story. And right. then like the, when after they leave the president and mm-hmm. you're like the word vipers is using the journalism and all that stuff. Then I kind of see, oh man, this fucking story is multi-layered. So you're yeah. probably going to have to go back a few chapters to catch up with something you completely missed. Yeah, that's kind of the idea. In the way that I claim that the Bible is multi-layered, oh, um, yeah. you know, that's kind of why I wrote it the way I did. There's many layers to the book. Shit, I'm flicking a few pages ahead. It gets deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, what made you start writing? Were you always a bit of a creative writer? A writer? No, actually, uh, actually, it wasn't. I got when I moved to Boston for a new job. I left Long Island, and uh, when I got there, I uh, I didn't really know many people, so I just spent a lot of time in the house on the iPad, which just came out, just going down rabbit holes, and I came across astrotheology videos. One of my friends sent me a video, and it just like it was like the aha moment for me. It just completely changed my life and what I wanted to teach and what I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> and the more I learned about it, the more I was like, I've never seen somebody because there's people that talk about it, right? And people that do videos about astrotheology, but nobody's ever written like a book series about it. And I was like, you know what? This is kind of my niche. This is what I'm going to do. And I have an English degree. I have a, I'm, I'm educated that way. I come from a family of writers. So oh. I always had that in me. So basically, um, as I started learning more about astrotheology and started uh, creating some stuff on my own about astrotheology, I decided to just write a book series. And one turned into two, two turned into three, three turned into six. And then it took me a few years, but I ended up getting an agent and a book deal. And right now, book four came out uh, June 15th. I lied. Book four came out March 15th. Book five comes out June 15th. And book six comes out September 15th. And Mika, I remember what it was that I originally wanted to say about that library scene in the story. Yeah. Where um, it's Rosetta and I think it's another girl character. Just can't remember mm-hmm. her name now. And they start talking about, like, she was eating chocolate. She wants to get her sugar levels up. Yeah. Then they start going into this, it kind of digresses into the story about fucking diabetes. I yeah. do enjoy that in the writing. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, what the that, fuck's that got to do with anything? <laughs> it's, it's just like, because it's what they are. They're young. You know, Graham's a functioning alcoholic. They're young. So they're not like, I don't know how old you guys are, but, you know, I'm, I'm in my late 30s. And it's just kind of like I was trying to remember what it was like, the kind of stuff that I would talk about in the <laughs> 20s. You know, these guys are very smart. You know, they're very bright. They're kind of all over the place. Nerds. I mean, NP has a little uh, ADHD. You know, so he kind of just jumps around talking about things, but it basically teaches you about conspiracies and things that you're not supposed to know, along with astrology and astrotheology. Whereas another good, one thing I do like that is like you don't kind of name drop the comedians as such, but like some of the like there's some kind of in the very start in the first chapters, there's a the the toxic environment speech by yeah. uh, who what's your man's name? Graham Ch- Chappelle. Chappelle. Oh, Chappelle. Yeah. And then there, I think there's a George Carden one as well. But anyone who's into alternate news and alternate views would have heard those, uh, what do you already call them anecdotes or metaphors. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. Like, is this book has many, many layers. Like you, 
you can read it as a story or you can read it as like what Info. I'm trying to write it as, you know, there's plenty of ways to read this, the books. Yeah, it's cool. And I must, one thing, last little compliment is that when I was reading through it, it's like you're carrying the torch that kind of like Jordan Maxwell kind of got going. Yeah. So I thought that like, as you're doing that alone, fair juice to you. That's like a, that's a well, mighty if you look at, fucking if you look at my book. Carry. If you look at my book, uh, Jordan Maxwell is the first person. I first name. I oh, know that's what I suppose the first name is Jordan Maxwell. Yeah. Anyway, that's like, uh, this is Mika Dank, the new author of the I don't know, alternate, alternate view, Stranger Things. It's fun. It is fun reading. What was that first video you seen that you said uh, got you into this? I actually remember. <clears throat> it was a video by Santos Bonacci called uh, Know Thyself Part 2. And it just blew my mind away. It just it, it blew my mind wide open, which is what I'm trying to do to everybody right now is I'm trying to like educate them and teach them all this kind of crazy stuff that's like forbidden knowledge. Like a lot of this stuff, you're not supposed to know and you're not supposed to know that you don't know it either. You're just supposed to take, you know, the Bible literally and believe in that. And, and there's no real uh, conversations have that, that are being had about what the Bible truly is, which is basically a farmer's almanac. Yeah. So that's that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, With the, I just jump into the farmer's uh, almanac. That's how you pronounce huh? it. Almanac. Um, I was listening like, to previous interviews. Like Mika, I listened to you the same way I listened to Jordan Maxwell and any of that kind of like coast to coast kind of radio. I do get a real compliment. Kick. I've been on I've been on coast to coast. With George Nori or the other dude? No, with uh, Richard Syrett. I've done Richard's program a bunch of times and he had me on uh was it December? I can't remember December November. He had me on coast to coast. Can we just jump into the the farm like anyone who hasn't like who listens to the Rankcast and hasn't heard of Mika yet? Uh, you're going to hear a lot more of them in the future, especially in this kind of alternate space. Um, but I want to jump into, like, um, like for example, like, you know the bread and the wine in the Bible? How they're, like, right. symbolic, like, some, what, some microcosm of the cosmos, if that makes any sense. Um, right. But, like, loads of stuff starts, like, making sense for me. Like, when you really want me over, is how, like, uh, like Jesus is the son, and how, like, in the Bible, it always confused me was how he walked on water. And right. then you start talking about the critical angle of his son, how it just beams across the, the water. Like, yeah, have you ever seen a water, have you ever seen a water like, I mean, the sun walk on water across a lake at sunset? I got, as you're so, like, are so, like, heavy, or you know your stuff are deep into this yeah. kind of esoteric knowledge, right? I, I'm raised Catholic, and we always debate other Christians and Catholics always debate each other. It's like, how much of this is fucking hocus pocus? And how much of right. this is just uh, tradition? Well, it's not. It's not. It's just a story that you have to understand. It's the oldest story. This is, I mean, I've done the Enuma Elish. I've done the Book of Enoch. I've done the Book of Revelation, the Book of Job, the Book of Genesis. I've done, you know, and the Enuma Elish isn't even part of the Bible. It's the Babylonian creation story. I've done the Secret Gospels of John, Raziel. I've done a whole bunch of books where they could be decoded this way. Because that's what it is. They're all in all the holy books are all encoded this way. True, because they the all lead back for the sun, right? 
They all do. It's the same story from the Egyptians to the Sumerian, everything. They're just metaphors. That's like we were and the age, talk. the age of people or the age that people have ruled. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Sumerian Kings. Um, if you add up how old they all lived. Okay. You get yeah. the number 432,000. And that's not how long they ruled. That's a frequency. 432 is a harmonic frequency. Oh, that's A. That's the A chord. Yeah. That's the A A on the piano. It's 434. The 440 hertz. 432 hertz. 432, yeah. Um, and interesting thing enough, too, is, is that <clears throat> we used to have music in 432. Yeah, okay? That was a harmonic yeah. frequency. And now they changed it to 440, which is, a, which is a disharmonic frequency. And if you think about the, there are there were some people who used to use four three two. I'm going to give you a list right now: Elvis, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Bob um, Marley, Bob Marley. Yes, Bob Marley, absolutely. John Lennon. You see a pattern with these people? Amy Winehouse. In the sense that they're like they they stand their ground. They don't bend but, to. Or they've all they've all died or been killed. Yeah, yeah. they all. Fucking oh Jesus, that's even scarier. That's giving goosebumps. And then I'm a and then a good portion of them are like uh military brats or yeah, or... politically connected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bob Marty's dad was a Zaratrustrian dude who came out of Persia. Look into Bob Marty's dad. Fuck okay. me, man. That's a story in itself. Um, but sorry, Mika, one part of like of something I always wanted to if I had an opportunity to ask you a question. Is something that I always like with people I talk to, like more mystical kind of right. Christians, you could say, is regarding uh, not like the two Jesus, the like Barabbas, the rebel, and Pontius Pilate, and getting kicked, getting who let like the people decided who was who got freed out of the jail. Uh-huh. But when Jesus, uh, like he goes up with a donkey up to the temple, and then he starts flipping the temples, the the table kicks out the all the changers. traitors. Yeah, yeah no, the money changers, like. Is there kind of any references that, to that into the Zodiac with money? And... Um, that goes into kind of deeper Zodiac, which I don't really talk about, to be honest with you. Um, that's like birth chart reading kind of stuff. Um, okay. But the story of the money changers is just based. You got to understand, too. This is, it's important to understand this. Just because I say that the Bible is astrotheology does not mean every single line in the Bible talks about astrotheology. Some of it is what we call filler in the writing community yeah it's it's just shit that you put in there to fill empty space until you talk about something miraculous again you know the the the, him going to um him going to uh, riding the donkey on the way to flip the money changers tables um they were practicing money chambers in the temple and that's why he did it had they been doing it outside of the temple it would have been a different story so that's just a metaphor in itself well but my uh, Catholic dogma still bashed me here. Like, you what? You created my my uh, my father's house into a house of sin. That's like the line that made him go, Jesus, a bit yeah. rebel without a cause. Well, obviously with a cause. But uh, I don't want to digress too much into that. I want to keep because there's like even still blind faith, lapsed Christian with the church. Uh-huh. So much of what you're saying, I can't like. It makes sense, and if, I think does. anyone who who kind of dump jumps into theology and stuff, you see it again and again and again. So yeah. it's not like I'm not digressing away. Uh, 
you have no you have no idea how many people reach out to me privately on like Twitter or Facebook and tell me like I can't even go to church anymore. I can't even listen to this shit anymore. After listening to you, I can't really do this. I had a school teacher. <laughs> she taught Sunday school. And we did a podcast and she literally started to cry when she realized what I was talking about and that she'd been lied to. And then she sends me a message a few days later. She's like, I quit my Sunday school position. Jesus, Mika, I'm the opposite. It's giving me more uh, respect towards the Christian faith you know, in a bizarre way. I think you should question this thing the whole time. I think you should question everything the whole time and see how you feel about it eventually. And I got my own reasons. Like I used to be, I don't know, I would never say I was an atheist, but I did get involved in black magic before. Uh-huh. And the only way I could find anything, like any way to get out of that way of thinking, because it is twisted stuff, it didn't get too fucking dark. But I, I'm just basically a believer in all those kind of unseen powers. Uh-huh. And because basically I got into big into Aleister Crowley shit when I was like 16, 17. Uh-huh. And with that, like a lot of what you say is said across the board in magic, you know, and uh have you not seen any kind of like that kind of law of attraction kind of? I, you might think I'm a bit bit batshit, old school evangelist, Bible bashing here, but I in life I've seen when people kind of get into the esoteric, especially into the deeper understanding of things, mm-hmm. that you're kind of a moth to flame. But a lot of people who practice magic. Um, for me, not so much. I have been offered crazy shit. I had somebody tell me, uh, I, I don't get offered that kind of stuff. But I, I have been offered, like, some guy told me that he, like, sells magic mushrooms upstate and he would mail me whenever I want. I've had people tell <laughs> me that. I've had people tell me that, like, they have a house in Hawaii that I could use whenever they want. I've had people tell me, you know, I've had people tell me all sorts of really crazy shit. And um, not so much, believe it or not, the, the religious people that I talk to, they can't really deny what I'm talking about. Because the way I lay it out, it's really simple. See, the difference between me and, like, Jordan Maxwell or Santos Bonocci. Mm-hmm. who are my two heroes in this sort of field. Um, maybe not in what they currently are doing, but at the very least, they brought me into it. Yeah. Uh, the difference between us is that I feel like I make it much more simple and easy to understand. And lighthearted. You're not a tough pill to swallow because sometimes you get through some of this information like, fuck, man, I'm going to have to go to some kind of detox talks after this. I like yeah. the, the knowledge spilt on you because I don't know about you, but remember, like we used, we I bring this up a lot with Chris of uh, Freeman Fly. How he used to have to yeah. Google videos. Like that was my what you call it red pill moment. We're like, what? Yeah. The f-? Especially the corporate symbol yeah. shit. Like, what is this about? That uh, I remember I turned them them videos off and turned them back on. Like I was like, what? 16, 7, 2004, however old I was, twenty. And then I had to turn it off. Talk, I dreamt it. I went back a month later and saw the same videos going, what the fuck? Like, you no, know, when your whole worldview is shifted like, yeah. seismically, that, um, that I do feel like, especially listen to some of Jordan Maxwell's deep, um, what, what do you call them? What lectures? He, like, yeah. And he really gets into no, what scared the shit out of me with Jordan Maxwell. He used to just use these old videos, like on a VHS. I used to pause uh-huh. him, do research the books that he was quoting in his uh, lectures, uh-huh. and it was all fucking there, man. Like, there's yeah. even more to study when you start dissecting his footnotes. Oh, you, you yeah. can't get to this level. What I've done 
in my what did I Chris what did I do with you last time did we did we just do astrotheology and I went through like the book of Matthew and everything yeah yeah so we did that last time see like that presentation that I basically did is what you get if you study something for eight years and you condense it to an hour Mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying it's like Socrates said and I quote this in one of my books I forget which one but he says, uh, familiarize yourself with other people's work so that it comes easy for you what they labored hard for. No, Do you know cool. what I mean? Like you guys yeah. get to benefit from what I've been studying for eight years and coming up with on my own and this and that in these podcasts and, and, and sim- such. Simplify it for. Yeah, that's the idea is to simplify it and make it very easy. You were talking about the bread and the wine before. Well, uh, Virgo is a lady holding a wheat stalk. That's the sign of Virgo. Okay, and the reason it's a wheat stalk is because when you plant in Taurus, you harvest the wheat in Virgo. Okay, that's uh, it's August, September. Okay, so that's the bread. And then you plant the grapes in Taurus and then you end up harvesting the grapes to make wine in Libra. So Virgo and Libra who are connecting signs that's one after the other. That's where you get the bread and the wine, which are the symbols of Christianity. Mm-hmm. It's all a farmer's almanac. <laughs> and it, it surely sounds like that. Because you had me reading the, what gospel? What's the first gospel? Matthew? I Matthew, ended up reading yeah. Matthew. Have you, heard I, me ta- have you heard me talk about Matthew? Uh, re- the bread and the wine part, yeah. I was actually reading it the same time. No, you no, got no, into but that. I mean, have you, heard me, have you heard me go through the whole book of Matthew? No. Oh, you haven't? You haven't even no. watched uh, the previous episode that I did with Chris? No. I was listening to the another interview where you start just going through the whole zodiac. Yeah. Of like uh, Judas is the scorpion and stuff. Jordan Judas is the scorpion, correct? Scorpion He's the betrayer. Kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bread. I did hear about the bread and the wine part though, but I must have skimmed back into other um, interviews you did, and even like I don't want to get too Christian here, uh, where in the Gospel of Thomas is like uh, not Thomas. Well, the Gospel of okay, that's not yeah. even in the Bible. In the Gospel of Matthew, um, where he goes on, like, uh, the kingdom of heaven is like, and he's always making these um, right. kind of the parables of what it's like. And then uh-huh. you went into the you, you the, the wheat and the tares, how you separate the wheat and the tares. I read yeah. over that, and it was like, Jesus, man, this thing is, is well, obviously, it's deep. It's a religion. But I was like, it's, it gave me more, way more respect for the, old te- or the, the New Testament. Oh, listen, it's, it's the greatest book ever written, but it's not the only book. Do you know what I'm saying? Like other books have had this written done, this, this written the same way too. You know, you have uh, plenty of stories that like Jonah, for example, he's in a whale for three days. So he's dead for three days and then he comes back to life. He gets spit out. There's a midrash in the old, in the uh, old Judaism religion that says that, Abraham actually sacrificed Isaac and Isaac was dead for three days and then came back to life. This whole dead for three days thing is what the sun does. December yeah. 21st, you know, it's Jesus being dead for three days is not the first nor the last God that has ever been created. That has that same thing. It all follows the same thing. It's all the same story. It's the hero's story. It's the sun through the 12 Zodiacs. It's rising up, coming back to life. Um, then it's judged and betrayed and killed, and then it comes back to life, and it's the same cycle, and it's a story over and over again that you find in all these religions. It's the same shit. 
it's it it is the same uh, over and over and over and then it, you know, it like leads to how like many different how, and, and like a yeah. clock it is it's a clock it is the sun tells the time the moon tells the day and the stars tell oh. the months that's where I want to go with this Mika, and father time is what Cronus Saturn yeah that's where you get that's where you get chronological from yeah man Chron- and that's the god of Saturn right Cronus yep yeah it's- uh, Mika yeah sorry for, sorry for cutting across you there uh, Chris but no go ahead like go ahead. Um, I was I'm just I'm just mad to ask this question um so is you're pretty much a theologian Mika Maybe like yeah. a secular theologian, but you know your stuff when it comes to holy books. And right. I used to be, I love illustrating. I love drawing. And I uh-huh. remember uh, my friend's mom was into angel cards and stuff. And I thought, this is right. bogus. Uh, not that, no, my reaction to it. But then I got my hands on a tarot deck yeah. and split it up. And I always heard like, tarot deck will make sense. It will make more sense to someone who wants to read a tarot if they studied, if they can read. Because basically what it is, is an illiterate virgin, or illiterate virgin, illiterate version of the Old and New Testaments, or basically the Abrahamic. It text. is, in fact, the Bible is a combination of three things: it's astro theology, the Tarot. You get the word Torah from Tarot. Okay, that's where that comes from, and um, alchemy. Those three things combine yeah. it. Now, I just focus on astro theology, but absolutely, it's the same thing with the. When you when you give a card reading, you set your intention down into the card, and then you flip it to get the result. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yo, and with that, is that like of the astrology, the alchemy, and the tarot? That no one put a conscious intent into the cards. That's the tarot part of it, or is that the alchemical part of it? That's the tarot cards. The alchemy part is like let's say transmuting gold to I mean lead to gold, which is a metaphor. It's not literally transmuting lead into gold. It's talking about bringing your lower self into your higher yeah, sense. Yeah, that's how I was always it's, taught it's as well. It's a part of magic there, right? Yeah. The alchemy. Alchemy and tarot from kind of cornerstones, man. And tarot, too. Yeah. I mean, back to bull worship in the Bible, tarot comes from Taurus. I mean... Yeah, and you know what the bull worship was, right? Those are the, pe- those are the Egyptians. They're the, they're the mm-hmm. people of Taurus. Did you hear me talk about Moses uh, going up to the mountain? Nope. Oh, yeah. But we know the golden calf coming from the, like, the New Testament. But I know we're going go- with this. The golden calf is yeah. is is the sun in Taurus. Yeah. They were worshipping the wrong time. The sun period. Taurus. The Jew- yeah, man. The Jews are the people of Aries. They were worshipping the wrong time period. That's why metaphorically... Moses got mad and smashed the tablets. That's where you get the phrase lawbreaker from, because he was the first person to break the law. Okay. And yeah. yeah. So it's either that or these wandering Jews pulled together all their, these broke, poor wandering Jews who left Egypt with nothing, had all this gold. And then they found welding equipment in the desert at a mountain. And they just built a giant statue to worship. Or (laughs) they're talking about the sun in Taurus. Mm-hmm. it sounds ridiculous calf. if you put it in that perspective there a second ago well it is it is ridiculous to take it literally that's what i'm trying to tell people yeah and like people are calf, just scared to you know when well, the horn one punishment from you know the, Court ram, to the ten commandments the ram and aries you know you have the, the jews blow the, ram. the ram's horn the, yeah. blue, the jews blow the ram's horn i is 
is Ram in uh, Hebrew, I think, Ayil. But you oh, have, you know, where they, they, they it can be the uh, uh, lamb or the ram, the horned one. Same with the right. calf. The calf can be the calf. Well, that's why Jesus bull. is called the, that's why Jesus, when the sun is in Aries, Jesus is known as the lamb of God. Yep. It's why when Jesus is in Pisces, the two fish, he's known as the fisherman of men. It's why he feeds the masses with two fish and five loaves of bread. Well, two fish is Pisces. The loaves of bread, remember Virgo, the wheat stalk? Mm-hmm. That's Virgo. Yeah. They're, they're opposing signs. The opposing signs, that's mental, because that's that's important in tarot cards. Yes, they're opposing signs. In the Bible, when I decode things, you'll find that when you find stuff, it's not like they're not going to talk about like cancer and then they'll talk about like Sagittarius or something. They don't do that. What they do is they talk about the neighboring sign or their cross sign. There's always a pattern to the way that they basically encode things in the Bible. It's deep. Um, oh, I had something in my mind there um, with the back. To, oh, yeah. So if you're into, so I live up in Ireland. Have you ever been to the United Kingdom and Ireland? I have not. My sister, my sister lives in uh, Scotland, in London. In London, uh, if you go up to Scotland, like Wiccan, do you, do you ever see that movie, The Wicker Man? Yeah, that's Wick, the Wicca, not that the old pagan kind of shamanic, right. old European shamanic religion, Wicca. It's got this. They use the the pentagostal, or not the pentagostal, just a five pointed star, the pentagram. Yeah, but it's still. Well, do you know? Do, do you know what the pentagram is, though? Well, I like my Da Vinci Code stuff and uh, Leonardo Da Vinci. It's man, isn't it? It's the no. Man the pentagram the is earth. something very different. So the pentagram is Lucifer's. Lucifer's pentagram. All right. Okay. Yeah. Lucifer is known as the morning star. The morning star is Venus. Ooh, Venus is the morning yeah, star yeah. because when when the sun comes up in the morning, you could see a bright star above it. Venus announces the arrival of God's sun every day. It's a bright star that sits on top of the sun. You can always see it as the sun's coming up. Watch a sunrise next time. You'll see it. Okay. Yeah. Lucifer is the bright morning star. Okay. And the morning star is Venus. Now, Venus, if you take Venus and Earth as they orbit the sun in a year, they almost connect at five points. You connect yeah. those five points, you get the pentagram. And the pentagram, sure. I remember this for sure. I learned from Disney is like infinite as far as like you can draw a pentagram inside of a pentagram for forever. You understand? Like, yeah, it's it's called a fractal. Like a magic, it's a magic uh, shape. It's a ge- magic geometry or whatever. But Meek, okay, so know how we got like, so if I declare myself as Christian, I'm Pisces in like right. a symbolic form. And then we go back one. It goes to Aries and then Taurus. That's the Jews. Now, know how, like, it was never, I was, me, and, I, me and Chris argue this one. It's basically coming from your, your writings. Is uh, the ram, we're saying that, like, the horns on the, the cow or Taurus, and then on the ram. Like, when, like, anti-Christians, like, around, like, like Norwegian black metal, black metal, mm-hmm. you know, fucking crazy bands that come out of there. Right. Um, they always use the ram's head as the symbol. But I was yes. thinking that whole point of that truly is for me to reflect on that it's actually not really, there's nothing truly evil about well, the if ram's you're talking, head. There's nothing evil about the ram's head, but, but, but 
if you're talking about things like Baphomet or example, you're talking about a goat's head and a goat's head is very different. Oh. A goat is Capricorn. Okay. A goat is Capricorn. And the re so do you have to explain hell for you to understand this? Hell is not uh, hot. It's not an inferno. Okay. Let me ask you a question. How do you sense pain in your body? What part of, what part of your body senses pain, sensation, touch? Yeah. Touch. Not nerve endings, right? Yeah. Okay, so when you die and you're shed of all your nerve endings and you're just a soul, how are you going to feel pain if you don't have nerve endings? In my head, really, my third eye. But you can't feel pain because you don't have nerve endings anymore. So how are you going to burn in hell forever? Hell is not uh, inferno. In Latin, the word is inverno. Inverno means winter. Winter is hell. It's cold. The sun is not out. All the animals come out. And they ruin everything. All the plants are dead. All the trees are dead. It's freezing cold. You get sick. Hell is winter. And Dante Alighieri talked about it in the Divine Comedy. In the bottom layer of hell, you have Satan, and he's chewing on three people. He has three heads. He's chewing on three people, Brutus, Cassius, and uh, Judas, the two that killed Caesar and Judas. <clears throat> and he is frozen in a lake up to his waist. He can't move. And the reason he's frozen is because hell is winter. And not only that, but his wings are flapping so hard that they're literally freezing the lake and they, they can't thaw because his wings are flapping so hard. So they knew that hell was winter, okay? So winter is hell. Hell coincides with the devil and Satan as people think that they know what it is, okay? So hell is winter. Capricorn is December. That's winter, okay? So that's the goat's head. So that's why. When hell the goat's out. head is that's why the goat's head is symbolic with that. Just to and to add to that, like with the Scandinavians, with the Vikings, with Valhalla, Helgen's a cold place. Hell is a cold place. Hell is, in hell the, is in on the, Earth. The Vikings, the no Helgen. How the mm. Vikings interpret it. Helgen, it's cold yeah. and dark and dead. Yeah. Which is truly rather being a, a hot place. That's the funny thing, because cold is, is cold. If you're thinking well, of you'll a... find what they do, what they do with theology, as you're supposed to take theology literally, um, is what they do is they invert the meaning on things. That's what they do. So winter is cold. They actually make it an inferno. It's kind of, it's gaslighting is what it really is. Oh, Think yeah. about it. Mm. Just inverting sense. is... That's it's keeping power. And knowledge is power, because they don't want... Yep. Um, I think there's more too. To uh, like, I'm a believer of magic. I'm a believer of people right. manipulating stuff at like high levels. Absolutely. Sure. Who who said it there? Chris, you always bring it up. Like, well, billionaires have fucking uh, astrologers or. Ast oh, I say that. That's uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, uh, J.P. Morgan. Yep. J.P. Yeah. Morgan said billionaires need astrology. Millionaires don't need astrology, but billionaires do. Yep. I just looked that quote up like two nights ago. <sighs> yeah, it's fucking mental. Um. That's how. So that's. that's I it, it's it's to me it's just wild how deep, how fucking deep this shit is, and like yeah, but it's incredibly easy to unravel once is. you have the cipher. Yeah. Once you have the cipher to unravel it, which is what I teach about the twelve signs and what they all mean. Once you have that, you can decode anything. That's yeah. true. And well, see, I'm, it's I'm easier to make, easier that. to decode. 
the Saturn warship and the cube type shit and seeing it. Yeah, I mean, everywhere. you've seen the black the Saturn was known as the black planet. Yeah, uh, you remember like the, the Nintendo GameCube that came yeah. out that was a black yeah. cube? What about um, the Jews? Have you ever seen them wear the black cube on their head? Yeah. yeah. Well, when you graduate, you wear the Oxford cap, the ox, the bull yep. on yep. your yep. head, yep. the yep. black yep. cube. It's a two dimensional cube depending yep. on the yep. angle. It's the it, um, the Muslims walk around the Kaaba, which is a giant black cube. Yeah, and that represents the rings of Saturn. Saturn's like the black sun, and like just in your words of everyday speaking, and like this ritual that is so old and has been carried on, and people are so un- unaware of it. So yeah. like, just have no. There are more Saturn priesthood judges. The judges that judges wear, the yeah, also, the robe, the black robe, the black robe. Who else is in that? The Jesuit order, even their fucking symbol IHS is a black sun. Um, <laughs> Jesuits, you well, look at their Oreos, symbol, their symbol Oreos. IHS. You know, IHS goes back. I thought it was ISIS Jesus's form. name or something. Isis, Isis is yeah, yeah. the Greek name because there was no J until 1584. Mm-hmm. But IHS is Isis, Horus, Set, which are the three gods of uh, Egypt. Isis Horus says, Ooh, I just thought it said Jesus. Mm. No, it's a triple god again. That's fucking crazy. I'm getting, I don't know. I think I have to (laughs) astrologically metaphorical. (laughs) That's all it is. That's all everything is. And, and like people, you know, get offended if you say otherwise. Point out this stuff, you know, and how just. It's in everything. They're like, well, I don't believe in Satan. I don't give a shit, you know. And it's like, just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean they don't. You know, the higher ups aren't. They don't believe in it, right? You know, daily we we are part of mass ritual. Unknowingly, the majority is unknowingly part of mass rituals. Yeah. Um. Can we kind of? cool that we're all kind of literally on the same well i don't i think me could put his hours in maybe years in studying this stuff but um i always bring up with the more people into just magical practices like fucking candle magics to reading cards the star of david is one thing i see in magic the whole time like the key of solomon and right well you know what the word solomon is right solomon was an actually a king solomon is uh, a combination of three words, soul, om, and on. Soul means sun in Latin. I know that much. Om means, means sun in, uh, in, in Buddhism. Hindi? Yeah, Hindu Buddhism. The om. Yeah. And on uh, is the city of light. Mm-hmm. The Greek city of light, Heliopolis. It was called on. That's why when you go in a room, you turn the lights on. Yep. And then look, so wait, at, is the, look at look is it just a another metaphor. Symbol. Look at the it is. Power Solomon is another metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Solomon at, is three names for that. Yeah, David that was, uh, is the word divide. Brain. That was a knowledge drop there for me. I never David heard that before. The, David is the word divide. That's why you have the two triangles come together to make the star of David. Well, the star of David. The star of David is um, it's a hermaphrodite. It's the male and female. The Coming, top, yep. the triangle with the point on the top is a rudimentary penis sign. Okay, mm-hmm. and then sure. the, with I the point that. at the when, with the point at the bottom, uh, the is is a symbol of the womb. Yeah, the okay. So when you combine them, you get a hermaphrodite. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. which is basically creation. That's what the Star of David is. 
It's fun. But yeah, that's what wild. Solomon is, man. Solomon is just three names for the sun. Yep. It's 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 so everything goes back to the sun. Everything. Crazy. It's so crazy, man. It's so crazy. And when you look at places like look at uh the capital of the United States, right? That's really mm-hmm. a temple to Solomon. Yeah. That's a temple. Solomon's to, temple. If if you build Solomon's temple, okay. See if you could find a picture of it on Google real quick. Yeah, you should. I'll tell when you which one into, to use. When you're getting into this, I read I read into this quite a bit. What you're what you're going into now. And click on images real quick. You can get right, that keep one there. scrolling down. Wait, keep I'm scrolling a... down. I'll tell you which one. I need the okay. wait. Type type blueprint for Solomon's temple. See that? See the one there when you got the big bat and all the the the. There it is. Fox. Okay, one, yeah. two, three, four, five. Second row down. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four. This one. Five. Yeah, that one. That one. Open it up. Can you maximize that? Can't go any bigger. I don't think. Can you save the picture and then open it up somewhere what else? What you can do is go to the right of your browser and just hunt, view view in. If you go to the top right, yeah, in there, you should be able to zoom oh, okay. in. Okay, this shit. Okay, good. This shit is crazy. Turn your phone to the right ninety degrees. Okay, mobiles. Okay, okay. Um, you see, Yakim oh uh, and Boaz. Yep. Those are the yep. testicles and the penis. It's Solomon's oh. temple is a symbol symbology for sex. Yep. You notice that they have the holy Fuck. place. That's that's the shaft. <laughs> yeah, the yeah I can place. see it, man. You have the holy place. That's the shaft. You have the holy of holies. That's the head of the penis, where all the DNA, the sperm, comes from. The storage chambers. That's the uh, the woman's ovary, or oh the woman's. Uh, it's it's just symbol. It's just this is also this the is, symbol, the on symbol for your power button to your TVs and your computers. Right. It's this is basically. Oh, it's, I mean, you, you know, can see how you see how rudimentary it looks, but like if you turn it sideways, you can clearly see that it's a. Penis I can clearly see it, dude. It's a penis entering a vagina. That's what Solomon's Sol, Sol temple. That's what it is. It's a penis entering the vagina. So it's a massive sex cult. It's all sex. They all magic, were, dude. Man. They were all sex fertility cults. All of them were. Look at your oh, power button. Your power sure, the button. The Roman Catholic Church with the Romans before that was uh, Dionysian. And what, Mary, whatever her name was. But it was just sex cults. Do you remember to say what made um, Greek society collapses they got a bit too sexy with each other mm-hmm. but, but yeah yeah so you, you and see it's ancient now. as so, well yeah so now you know that and, and not only that but that blueprint for solomon's temple is accurate if you were to take his blueprint where they talk about the cubits and everything and how it was supposed to be built that's what it's supposed to look like and it symbolizes a penis entering a vagina <laughs> yeah that's uh because <laughs> it's all fucking sex magic man like We're dropping bombs here, man. Bull, you know, Osiris's dong, and it's all over the fucking place. Like, you know, the Washington Monument's 555 feet tall, which is 666,000 inches, and yep. it it stands in the... Uh, what's the well, you know what 666 means, right? What's you that? I know I know. I think it's the inversion of, of nine, it. isn't it? It's the most no, imperfect six. number. No, no, no. Six, six, six is actually. They say it's it's Satan's number. They say it's the mark of the beast, but it's actually the mark of man. It's the sign of the man. 
everything is carbon based six protons six carbon six neutrons six electrons that's where that comes from we're all carbon based that's why that's the the sign of the man mm. I, that's a good one i'm actually gonna write know that because that's good for my own reading to not to get too because i get too spooked out by demonology and all the unseen right. well you know king james wrote with. king james uh around the same time that he uh basically commissioned the bible to be written in english he uh he wrote a book on demonology too dude is it what, what was the name uh helen keller schwenborgianism schwenborgian schwenborgian fuck i have to look up the word but someone sh- turned me on to that a few years ago and it just lists out demons this is like more like um 17th century swedenborgism what it, helen keller no the Dumb and blind woman who yeah. drive a car. Yeah. She's big. Nope. The, she was on a She used to go around a place like with his t shirt on, like she was listening to the band too. You know? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the even the Capitol building, DC, all of it's laid out in sex magic. It's sex ritual. Yeah. Um look Everything at nine eleven. Nine yeah. eleven, the two towers where you go back to Boaz and how do you say Jack that? Um, you have the two towers. One was had the phallic antenna on top. One didn't. They represented the male and the female that came together and now become the one. The one mm-hmm. world. I mean, it's so fucking deep. And like, I got friends, you know, they'll be like, well, it's just coincidence. It's just coincidence. Fuck, it's a major coincidence. You know, when you see, I personally don't go the ritual. I personally don't go too deep into uh, numerology. Just like with what I talk about, the way I talk about it, I feel like I make a pretty good case for it. Yeah. For all the shit I talk about. But when it comes to numerology, it's just too open for debate. There's just too many things that the numbers can represent. If you understand numerology, each number even in the Kabbalah, each number represents a hundred different things. So mm. it's kind of like, I don't get into the middle of numerology. Like when I read a passage that says like seven crowns and 10 horns and this, I don't even decode that. I look, I go beyond yeah. that and look at the passage. Um, Cause I was, I did want to ask you about was it the, when the loaves and the fishes, there's a specific number. Is it one, five, three? I think it is one five three. It's like just like even if yeah. you read it and you don't know shit about numerology, you know there's some significance to certain numbers in the Bible. Well, do you know what the one five three is? Nope. The one five three. So Jesus. So I'm going to take you to the zodiac right now. Jesus takes you. So Jesus is resurrected and he's walking along the shore of the water. So the water, the the two signs of the water. Not a water sign to be confused with the water sign because uh, Aquarius is an air sign. But because there's water in Aquarius, it could be used to describe water. So Jesus is walking alongside the lake. So when they say the word lake, you know, they're either talking about Aquarius or Pisces. And uh, the, the, his disciples are fishing and they can't catch shit. So he says, throw the net to the other side. So, you know, originally they were in Aquarius, that water side. They threw the net into Pisces, which is the fish. And they metaphorically caught all these fish. They caught 153 fish. 153 is the denominator of the vesica Pisces. And the middle of the vesica Pisces, if you were to cut it out, is the Jesus fish. Yes. And if you turn that sideways, it's a vagina. That's right. For real? 
Yeah, yeah, <sighs> man. It's sex magic, man. We've been saying this. It's fucking. Oh, you know, I'm pretty what, virgin to a lot of that this, is what, this new uh, angle like. The Washington Monument, it has the two circles that converge and create that. And then you have the the uh, Washington Monument, which is an obelisk, which is Osiris's dick, right? Uh, the bull god's dick coming through the. This is a family friendly show. Yeah, man. We're, we're Christian <laughs> coming radio. Through God damn it. The Vistica, I always forget that word, but. Silica, oh, sex know. magic and sun worship. You know, it is. That's, that's you got to be out in the sun and get that vitamin D in the warmth when you're having sex. Like today is May Day, right? Today yeah. is Beltan. Today they have the ritual of, you know, Beltana. Excuse me, Super Play. It's Beltana. Whatever. But they they have the the pole. It's big they, deal, they, man. You know, it's run around tonight. the pole, the May pole. That happened last a night. Phallic pole. And then yeah, the maple ribbons represent the the blast the of anointing semens coming out of their poles. Dude, up in Edinburgh, check out Beltana really before good. you die. It's fucking mental. Easter's sex magic shit with the Easter eggs and the. Well, bear in mind, right? Beltana the pagans too, yeah. Yeah. Is um so you got Halloween, where everything day to dead with the Mexicans and stuff, same time zone. Beltana is just six months. Halloween, like. It's the fifth month, five or six months later. The dates basically correspond to Halloween, thirtieth of March. Third, sorry, October the thirtieth. If we look at or our as calendar, the, as as the Christians call it, the Harvest Festival. Yeah, the Harvest Moon. Um, it's all the same shit, though, isn't it? Just different fucking names. Because everyone celebrates their calendar, so the whole religion comes down to a calendar. Which is exactly why they encoded all this in the bible is because they didn't have smart watches we take for granted that we can look at a calendar at a clock and know what time it is what day it is and what to expect from the outside world yeah, they, they didn't the they had to look at the stars and know when winter was coming when to plant when to harvest otherwise they would starve otherwise they would freeze that's what they had to do and the wild so, thing with that is like you know the mayans and how they built pyramids that core you with the solstice, I never you know, noticed the in the middle. Certain uh, um, shadows and Indiana Jones type shit. <laughs> Japs, like. like, how long did it take to study the stars to be able to build perfect fucking buildings? That's a big question. Yep. You know that that could line up perfect. Like, I mean, that shit's. They had really knowledge. They had mind. calculation. They had knowledge that we didn't. Yeah, I mean, by far, I mean. When I seen like I think it's the 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 pyramid of Chichen Itza I believe the Mayans and every solstice uh, summer solstice the sun hits the side of the steps just right so it creates oh, it looks a like a snake coming yeah. down it like it's like yeah. holy shit they didn't even have the fucking wheel supposedly to do that shit yeah you know it's all lies there, man it is lies and I think we're smart enough these days to realize we've been lied to. Oh, lied to. And why do they lie to keep us in the dark? And what do you keep in the dark? Mushrooms. You feed them shit and keep them. Yeah, that's true. That's me trying to be funny. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well. Um, okay, as we're looking at Osiris's uh, shaft, yeah. Mika, no one liked it. They chopped up uh, Horus into... No, it's Horus's okay. shaft, isn't it? It's Osiris. He got chopped up. 
Who got chopped Osiris off 14 got, times? Osiris got chopped off and then she, I think, found her penis and impregnated herself. Found his penis. Did. I didn't think she found it and that's why she had to like put on a special penis. Maybe Is that this, was it. No, with the How 14 there, like even though we got these different parts of the body, because there's, a, there's an infamous picture that can get us shadow, well, it doesn't matter, shadow banned enough as it is, uh, of a certain guy who was a lobbyist who had a fish in one hand and then the number 14 right. with all this weird stuff. What what the fuck was going on? How, how, would, how, could you, how do you break down that image, Mika, if you're familiar with what I'm talking about? <laughs> um, nothing comes to mind right away with the number 14, to be honest. Um, I know what comes to mind with the number 13, but not with 14. Fuck, let's throw it up there. John Podesta and the fish and the 14 thing. What the fuck is, is this? This was like this came out of uh, your man Assange's uh, dump. Podesta. Well, Did I we mean, get... they have those hands. Yeah, what the fuck is this about? One fourth. Oh, this is like this is a private message that they were sending. This is what, this is what the elite do, guys. They send pictures amongst each other. In the internet, like, what is this? When the was that Peter taken? That came out of um, the Podesta emails out of whatchamacallit, wi- wi- WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks. No, I know, but do you remember the day that it came out? You can actually, if you go into Wik, I can get that, I can get that for you. I can, you can um, go into WikiLeaks and find it again and get the corresponding email. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it came around that sure they killed your man, the set rich. So it's 2016. My man, I don't know if he was my man, but it's from 2016 when that 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 drop came out. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know what. Poor old set rich. It's that image. It's the 14 the hands. It's like what is going? Like if you can break that one down, like what is this about? Because if you can decode that, you can decode a lot. Yeah. We need you to decode that, Michael. I'm not saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Whoever. uh, No, you gotta. Decode that. Some Go on, it's on that. fucking your books read like Indiana Jones. Get on the case, Mika. To figure out what I mean, the off the top of my, off of the off of the top of my head, I would think that the fourteen is a one and a four, not a fourteen. Yeah. And if it came oh. out in 2016, that's four years after we left the age of Pisces, which is the fish, hmm. which was December 21st, 2012, the end of the Mayan calendar. Yeah, the um, we're in the age of Aquarius, right? Aquarius, yeah. Aquarius. One and a four. Uh, I heard. Uh, I think his name's Nick Hinton. He was talking. Yeah, I talk. I talked to Nick. Nick's a good guy. Yeah, man. His uh, knowledge on Saturn and shit like that. He was saying, um, man, I can't remember which show he was on. It might have been on uh, the higher side when he said yeah. that Saturn rules Aquarius, which is fucking like crazy. Just Saturn, the, I believe Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius. Just the, how much uh, of the the Saturn and the the cube worship stuff is now just being really pushed out hardcore. I I, yep. I just happened to watch. Now we got a question. Uh, Justice League, I think it was that uh-huh. new Justice League, and that's yeah, about, the Zack Snyder uh, cut. Yeah, that's about them. They got to find three fucking cubes. Right, you gotta find three cubes, yep. yeah. And whoever the villain is is a horned one. You know, he's got the fucking horns. And, yep. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't, I'm not even into DC comics. For some reason, I flipped it on, and sure shit, there's the cube shit. 
you know, in that King Kong movie come out, and I think that that was a cube in that one. But the King Kong one is, I don't know if you've seen that movie yet, King Kong versus no, Godzilla. Not Godzilla. No, 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 oh, I haven't. God, it is like a fucking conspiracy. Yeah, well, Google are looking at us. Why is there Irish? Why is there Irish down the bottom right? Foilte, see that? F-A-I-L-T-E. What's that doing there in the search? What the hell are you talking about? To see the bottom right there says Foilte, F-A-I-L-T-E. That's welcome in Irish. In the oh, Gaelic that right there. Okay, okay. Yeah. What's that doing there, well, man? I don't, I don't know. It's Jesus Fish. Welcome to um, Jesus. Yeah, welcome. I don't know how much um, time you got with us today, Micah. Um, I'm I'm still good for Fucking like 10 awesome. more minutes or so. What's up? Oh, I, I got a question, Micah. Right. From our uh, gnarly side, Rankass. I always bring in like... Um, I always heard about, like, I was always into New World Order prophecies and doomsday stuff. Don't know. I'm not that doom and gloom. But um, I always thought that the one world religion that they kind of yeah. prophesize about was going to be Buddhism. It's obviously not. It's transhumanism, right? Yes. Uh, but anyway, from, like, your theological knowledge come back into Taurus, even may possibly before that, I think it's Gemini, like, whatever they were doing back then. We have an idea of the, the like the atomist thing out of um, that pharaoh to Abrahamic fates, where there's one ruling god. Even though if you look into it, it sounds like there's thousands of gods, like how the Hindis say it. And then right. we go into the Moses, the, the rebel with all the magic and let my people go. They go to the promised land. Jesus comes back out of Egypt going, do you know what? I don't like some of parts of our religion we're changing we're making each other forgive each other and now we can see like there's such an attack on like family values you know you can see the christianity getting eroded well that's a natural progression look the egyptians were the people of taurus and then as the people as aries and then as aries comes up the egyptians kind of fade and then the jews are the people of aries and then the, the Christians are the people of Pisces. And as Pisces comes up, the Jews start to fade in numbers. So now we're in a new sign right now. It's, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. That's why. It's because the rulers are ruled by astrology and astrotheology. And they have to attack Christianity now. They have to because it served its purpose. It's no longer the age of Torah. Yeah, I, mean, I, uh, I can live with anymore. that. I can live with that. But what's the new religion going to look like? The Is new religion? The robots? We're too early in our... in, in the age of Aquarius, in like 1500 years, you'll be able to look back and be like, oh, there's a new religion. But the thing is, is that we have the internet now, right? And we have cameras everywhere on our phones and everything. So it's, it would be almost impossible to start a new religion, you know, now, because everything is just snapshotted and, you know, because these religions were always uh, yeah, brought about John by Smith pillages. Shit. You, can't you can't John yeah, Smith you, shit. You, and just you like... can't pillage anymore. You can't rape and pillage and then start a new religion. Oh, yeah. so. Yeah. The new religion is going to be transhumanism, merging with machines. It's the religion. It's the it's the one where the man comes to life. But the good thing is, is that the age of Aquarius is the golden age. So we're coming into an age of knowledge. So a lot of people are going to start to be woken up by this. Which and, but like in the Egyptian, the, the Taurus, each like they had Horus. Everyone's got a hero god 
Is ours going to be fucking Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or something? <laughs> I think it's Elon Musk. It's Mr. It's Jeff, Jeff, Jeff it's Bezos is the Darth Vader of our new fucking spiel. It's too early to tell. It's too early to tell. You can't make you, you don't know. Um, you know, you, you're talking about the golden the golden age. Did you see um, on Mars they flew that helicopter? Which then uh, they created oxygen from nothing, yeah. and they used a golden cube. Right. Well, the interesting thing too about Mars is in their atmosphere they have a radio uh, radioactive isotope in it that could have only been brought into the atmosphere through a nuclear explosion. Yeah. So someone wiped Mars out already. Whoa! Even though we got only uh, wrote a post about that, someone Mika, man, that's fucking madness. I just think there's it's a radioactive wild. ice, so there's a nuclear a nuclear explosion happening on Mars. Yes, absolutely. I believe that I don't the know why. Gomorrah is a nuclear. What explosion. do we know, man? We're only a speck in this big. Well, a- Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah is an interesting story too, because you remember the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and the story of Lot, right? How Lot looked back and turned into a pillar, pillar of salt. Of salt. Yeah, man, because of- do you know why he was a pillar of salt? Smoke. Fucking nuclear bombs. The the Hiroshima. No. No, no. The reason it was a pillar of salt is because back in the day that the Bible was written, salt was what they used to pay people. Oh. We get the word salary from salt. Sa- we get yeah. the word salary from salt. People used to get paid in salt because it would preserve their meat and their food. Oh, so man. that was like the highest. So basically what you're saying is she turned back and looked into this place of sex and overindulgence and decadence and turned into an enormous pile of money. That's basically what they're saying. In an alchemical way, like a spiritual alchem- alchemical yes, way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You see how that works, right? Yeah, yeah, I get that. I, I like poetry. What it meant. She turned to ash. You take this too literal, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a nuclear explosion. I, I, I mean, I've watched no. the videos. Oh, that's why I heard Dude, Doomsday beliefs. Turn, Latter-day turn. Doomsday shit is like fucking bread and wine Carol, out by my neck of the woods, man. So, you gotta take this stuff with a pinch of salt. With a pinch of salt. But I, I think it's wild that just because that's clear symbolism that they're using by bringing the basically one of the molecules of life to the god of war, basically with a golden mm-hmm. cube. <laughs> I see what you're saying because Mars is the god of war. Yeah, Mars is I mean, the ruling planet of Aries too. By yeah, the way. man, like right in your face, like it says a. Uh, they brought oxygen with a golden box. It's, it's a fucking golden cube. Because there's a golden cube and a black cube, isn't there? I think it was some yeah. of, one of your things I was and listening to. And there's, there's a debate on whether or not the pyramid capstones that have been removed mm-hmm. um, were, Cubes. Either, were either um, gold or black. <clears throat> and um, the interesting thing, too, about the, pyra- the pyramids of the capstones is that the, the pyramids are energy devices. Okay, they're free energy devices. That's what they are. And the capstones are just antennas. So there was a guy uh, like five months ago or so that plant that that put a pyramid on his land and he's a farmer. And he found that the stuff that grew inside the pyramid grew four times as fast as the stuff that grew outside the pyramid. So these are energy devices. That's all the pyramids are. In my second book, I try and explain where the capstones went. And it kind oh, of I have a copy to... of that book. And, and the gold the sacred stones. If they were yes. gold, it would make a lot of sense using them as some sort of uh, antenna or, you know, energy yeah. capture type device. 
because I thought I thought the pyramids were covered in um, white limestone. Yeah, so they they you could see them from hundreds of miles away, just glinting in, yep. in the desert. They yep. were beacons. And then I I read also that they had ran over the land with some sort of sonar, and there's like mm-hmm. seventeen or more pyramids underneath the ground around there. It's possible. The only problem. I mean, it- is sorry guys for cutting across is the guy who's the main Egyptian politician dude of that forget his name he's got a beef with Graham Hancock what's his fucking name he's always in the Discovery Channel shows is he the guy with the hat the yeah the guy with the hat he's a bit I full of he shit he got fucking arrested or something but he's you gotta like he he has his own kind of reasons like if if it comes through him I kind of second guess what he says because He's already been a bit of a fucking shyster already. If what you're saying, if that report of the radar and the archaeologists and the geologists, geologists, mm-hmm. yeah, stone studiers, um, yeah, yeah. not yeah, stoners, right. but stone studiers, that um, where am I going with this? Is that he he will do things like you know how they want to go underneath the the, the sphinx under the right mm-hmm. hand, just saying there's a cavity. Mm-hmm. Well, he he was holding that, but they're saying a lot of this could be just fucking bullshit for tourism, Egyptian tourism. But even though mm-hmm. they are uh, wonders of the earth, but um, just that, just uh, that, when it, when you talk about Egypt and recent new discoveries, it's stuff that has to be sourced, depending on where it comes from. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Or like you, mean, you have to kind of uh, where you're getting this talk from, basically. That ancient shit. I mean, Egypt is like built on top of city after city it's the layers to that fucking place but back to that thing with the pyramid or the shape of pyramid making uh, vegetables grow better and stuff that uh remember nikola tesla said about like frequency what was it, the three f's he said that there's frequency yeah, in I, know, the I know what you're talking about yeah there so if you kind of make some like um what's the thing about magic as well is when you manifest if you make manifest, if you're making like shapes that are basically it's just as loud as musical notes, but we can't see it because our five senses interact with the world. The great sculpture. You ever see abstract art? You think abstract art sucks unless you see something amazing. Like, now I get it because you resonate with it. Mm-hmm. So but what I mean by that is like, how the fuck is a few four poles stuck in the ground making any resonance with stuff underneath it? It's a frequency. It's a science that we don't. It's a science yeah. we don't have anymore. And that's why I like all that looking into the ancient stuff. But that's why I question what I'm looking into too. Make try to do a little bit of it myself. You know, like if you're doing simple maths, if you're doing calculus, yeah. I was always taught to learn a, so a simple equation to break the bigger ones. Right. And your books are like that, Mika. They're kind of simple little, easy reads that after a while, like holy shit. And then you read back a few pages, going, "That's." I like how they, they sprinkle with humor as well. A few yeah. heroes. Well, I mean, I, I that's that's basically how me and my friends talk, you know. So it's basically, all, yeah, um, yeah. like I said, you know, the humor, the humor in it is is what really drives it because I, you get to really have fun with these characters when you're writing them because they're just they're it makes you laugh and it kind of disarms you. Look, when you're reading a fiction book, okay, you have to when you're reading a fiction book, buy into the reality that the writer is creating. Because if you don't believe that their environment is real or reasonable or could happen, then you're not going to like the book. 
because you're not going to believe it's realistic. Okay. Mine are blending truth and fiction. Um, that's what it basically is. I'll give you one. You know, the president lilac Northenly. Yeah. That's an anagram for Hillary Clinton. Well, you can tell that straight away, dude. And that was I the know. grimmest part of the book I read. Like, oh my God. Hillary. <laughs> but is there any, uh, any, you know, like how uh, Graham always has this, like he always refers back to um, some mad rum mix he has in the freezer to go back to to cure this hangover of some other mad drink because he just fucking drinks whatever's in front of him. Is there yeah, a little, I mean, is there an undertone, is there a little song in, in the shit he drinks? Or is that just you just writing? Well, if you look something? up, well, I talk about something called Adam's Ale. That was supposedly the first drink that uh, Adam and Eve ever had. So I do the absent part. I was, I was fucking glued when you were talking about absent. <laughs> that was fucking mental, actually. Boy, the yeah, book. I mean, good, his, 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 his like drinking problem, his drinking problem plays like a big role in the story development and stuff. It helps him in some, and it, 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 he's a very flawed character, you know, and you're going to learn more about all these characters as you continue to read. I like Jean, the French guy. Just out of nowhere, yeah. there's a fucking line of French coming into the story. <laughs> But NP, like, I know how you like. You don't give like big into the backstories. That's the kind of character, like, like Rosetta, the swim girl. Yeah, thought she was kind of cool. And the funny thing is that you actually are writing something good. I ever thought if there was an adaptation of the show, like something on Netflix, all you do is start the scene where they're hanging around like the swimming pool of the college, and just see this nice ass about to jump off and the two boys before they get wind of the brother dying actually i think i'll shut up because i might cause some spoilers i'll, I'll <laughs> listen i'll write you a message of like how about this yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> i'm good at, i might even draw it out in storyboards because i think it looks sexy even for a music video but anyway i'm a pervert now where so, can uh, people find your books it's it's best to, to uh, message you right it's best yeah um in like this kind of like podcast community that we're all a part of, you know, like you guys host and the, just basically the shit that you guys talk about and the stuff that like everyone in the alternative media slash conspiracy community talk about. A lot of people don't like Amazon. So for that reason, I sell my books signed and I mail them directly from me. Oh, I love so that, by the way, Mika. If, I think that's if, really cool. Yeah. If you reach out to me or follow me, I'll reach out to you. And on, uh, that's my website, mikeadank.com. Um, <clears throat> but you can go to um, Twitter or Facebook at Micah Dank and at Twitter at Real Mr. Dank. And you can uh, reach out to me and I'll, uh, you know, we do, we, we hook up like PayPal or, or Venmo or something. You send it over and then I'll send you the signed copies. Oh, God, yeah, I, it's. Uh, I see you sending out stacks of books. You see the you see those pictures, right? Yeah, yeah. Those are not even right on, dude. Even... I think it's fucking cool. The whole thing, just the, like no DIY publishing, you know, just just doing it. And that's why I think if anything, we got a message for oh the show God, with all oh the my. madness. If any, like it kind of inspired me to like just comic book ideas. I want to do, but I was thinking it's biting off more than I can chew. When you say backstories, making these major developments, just fucking jump right in there. Start writing yeah. a little scenario. Show it to you guys. Tell me if it sucks or not. Like, Ryan, we're still doing our fucking what's that? That cartoon of yours. 
We did a fucking two minute cartoon thing. For stoners. Yeah. But Mika's good book for stoners too, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, seeing pictures of you you having them stacks of books, it reminds me of uh that Tom McDonald. That's what I, I tagged Tom McDonald in. Yeah, that. he he's always got stacks and stacks of fucking CDs he's sending out. Because he's all do DIY. Really doing yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, I have a I have an actual publishing deal. Yeah, you know, but I'm actually uh, I'm 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 promoting on my own too. Yeah, you're still getting your hands dirty. That's <laughs> the way to do it this day and age as well. And yeah. one, if just like to, for sure, reading the book, it is. I was even thinking that, uh, especially with that joke with uh, Dave Chappelle in there. Not even a joke. Yeah. That, that yeah. Um, observation with Dave Chappelle. Don't call him the, crazy. This, the, the don't this, call him crazy quote. Don't call him crazy thing, yeah. Um, that it's ri- like you're writing it for this audience, who people who dig right. what we're doing. So I don't think like uh, people who um, study fucking Yates or James Joyce are going right. to dig this. But fuck them. No. They thought the Beatles sucked in the start as well. So what do they know? Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. But I... I think, and if you if you go with that attitude, that pretty much this book goes into a lot of areas. Have an open mind to it, because no one gets the the, the medal of honor thing. You're meeting the president's like, what the fuck? But I also had a copy of uh, Angels and Demons. It's like Angels and Demons with Dan Brown does the same gnarly stuff. Yeah, like, it just jumps around the place a bit. Like uh, this event, like it, it, the writing reminds me of Indiana Jones. It's like this fun loving. And it gets in, but one thing which is different that kind of pissed me off about Angels and Demons and Da Vinci Code, it kind of, you know what I mean? It's kind of blunt in the sense, not blunt. Dan Brown will soften the edges for like to keep everyone happy and he won't say yeah. a gnarly paragraph here and there just to say, fuck it, why not? Like uh-huh. like a rapper, like a mortal technique or something. You know what I mean? Guys out there who just yeah. don't give a shit, but some people yeah. would. And that's one thing, Mika, I think is awesome. And I also think that is it, like into the rabbit holes, your first time published creative writing. Yeah. Yes. You're this only going to get better. Your skills are only going to get sharper with time. You're only going to become a, a better and better writer. So it's cool to meet you at this start of your career. When we talk to you in a decade's time and you're like interviewed by was Charlie Rose still around? You know what I mean? Some hybrid yeah. fucking nonsense table. You know what I mean? Is Charlie yeah. Rose around or did he die? I don't know. You have to look that one up. Uh, but they're all most of them are in jail, aren't they? They all caught in that fucking Weinstein shit. Probably. Uh, it could yeah, be us. It could be us. You never know. <laughs> I'm not getting caught up with Weinstein. What are you fucking talking about? No, Tom, about? we're the fucking highbrow snobs. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it was good having you back on. We're Mika, have pleasure, on man. That was actually really cool. I don't know if we got into you kind of you, you can't get your mind around Solomon and Solomon's Temple, can you? Oh, uh, I'll come back to you. I'll write you a private message. But the, the Solomon's Temple stuff, I just think it's fucking mental. But but other stuff I know, Mika, that's a major um, knowledge drop on me. Yeah. Because, well, I go into it. Should a whole thing about Freemasonry is rebuilding a spiritual uh, Solomon's Temple? The whole fucking thing. Read that Morals and Dogma book you got there. Chris, it's all about rebuilding the temple. 
Yeah, and, and I don't know it's, if it's literal or spiritual, like the same way the alchemical side to it with the Bible. It's just like I'm not going to go there now until I do a bit more reading and drawing cartoons. Sounds good. And drawing Rosette's ass. I want to see that. Oh yeah, I actually got it in my head how it should start. I'm going to give it empty bubbles, so you can kind of plot in your own mind. I'm going to say a few jokes of how they talk to each other, but um, I was going to keep it in character. How I see, not how people like as you like. People uh, create all the blanks in a story. You kind of create it yourself. Yeah. So how I see it, like you never mention who's got ginger hair, who's a bit tanned, who's like uh, Jean. Is he like one? No, because that's that's nonsense. I I go right to the point. Yeah. And I, I think tell that... you, I tell you just enough so that you need to know who is who, who interacts with who, so you know their background. But I don't waste time describing magical fields of grass you know and that's a good heads up for future readers as well but when it gets to the library and the gang all kind of form it gets good especially when he, he gets pissed off and runs out and then he and he gets the yeah. watch mm-hmm. that's when it like it, it goes like that's when the he starts hitting the rhythm for like oh shit now i see the you know, that's the setup and then it yeah. starts goes back to the president of the United States of America. Yeah. I fucking love that part. What the fuck? The president of the United States of America. Yeah. I thought I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So let me All know right. when you have this uh video link. Just shoot it over to me. Yep. Uh cool. I'm gonna I'm rebuilding my YouTube again because they fucking axed me. Bastards. It's all right. Um I think I'm gonna definitely put this. Will go up on Odyssey and uh, for this is sure. a good one. This is actually. And, uh, we'll have to do it again. Sounds good. Let me get into I'll the chapters to a bit too. Let me get more into the second book. One more time, they get you at uh, at Twitter that um... Twitter real Mister Dank or Facebook Micah Dank. All right, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, have a nice Thanks. afternoon, dude. Thanks, guys. See you, man. Bye. See you.